Welcome back to another edition of the I'm Always Right Sports Podcast. I'm your host, as always, the mouth of Michigan, Rob Vendega. With me, as always, my co-host, the Merck Zone, Mike Merkel. I'm here. He's here. And we are ready to go. Mike, lots of stuff to cover today. We're going to start off today's show talking some New Japan Pro Wrestling. Lots of big news over the last, like, what, 48 hours in Japanese time, I guess, is what's yeah. happened. A lot of big stuff happened there. Um, and the second half of the show, we're going to be talking some NBA basketball again. We're going to be talking about some of these star players, how they... Seemingly, you just don't really give a damn, apparently. Um, we're also going to be talking some college football. And, of course, we have to talk about that Mahomes massive-ass contract. Um, he's a half a billionaire at this point. <laughs> I am on paper. It's close. As long as he stays healthy and all that good stuff. So lots of stuff to talk about today. Um, let's start talking uh, New Japan, though, first. I do think that that is uh, taking precedent over everything else. So far, uh, just because it's like right hot off the presses here, it happened today. Um, thoughts first on Evil. I don't know if you guys know this, but the New Japan Cup has been happening. Uh, Japan's actually been running with fans too. I don't just know if you saw last that two too. Shows. Yeah, last two shows they've actually had fans, which is promising for us here in the states that maybe finally we'll be able to go. Shut up! I, I'm I'm trying to yeah. be positive, right? But anyway, um, they're running shows. They're running shows with fans. You know, we have the New Japan Cup, which is one of the bigger tournaments of the year, right? Uh, you know, it's probably second to the G1 from a main singles heavyweight star kind yeah. of matchup, right? Um, and Evil getting the big win over Okada, right? Mm-hmm. Joining the Bullet Club, um, big heel turn Doing clearly. A lot. Yeah, like a lot of things have happened. And then today here at Dominion, he beats Naito not only for the IWGP Heavyweight Championship, but also for the Intercontinental Championship as well. So he's a double champion. Mm-hmm. First time he's held either one of those titles. Um, thoughts on not on Evil getting the massive rub. I mean, yeah. good lord. Um, joining the Bullet Club, Dick To Go is, is now his new manager. Mm-hmm. Um, you may remember him if you're a wrestling fan from the uh, from the WWE in the mid-90s. Um uh, thoughts on everything that's really transpired. I mean, it's like yeah. literally the entire landscape has been flipped on its head. Yeah, super basically. Quick. It's been really quickly. Yeah. Uh, New Japan Cup is very good. I watched just about every single match on it. Yeah. And it was all pretty solid for the most part. Mm-hmm. Um, I've never been a big evil fan. No. So out of the tag team of him and Sonata, I've very much been heavy Sonata. Oh, easily, yeah. yeah. Evil, easy Sonata. I've always, yeah. especially New Japan-wise, WWE is different because they're more in the entertainment, so yeah. like, I think you can look at the guys that are more entertaining than yeah. the wrestling aspect for the mm-hmm. most part, but New Japan's very wrestling-based, right. so I look at like the Will Ospreay, Sonata, and Okada's, yeah. and I go, yeah, those guys are my favorites because they're the wrestler guys, yeah. where someone like Evil, I'm like, you're kind of just like the supplementary for me. Mm-hmm. I never really thought of him as that guy no so no um i was confusing. a little i was very shocked hearing about it yeah um and actually watching it yeah. I, and his matches never shine with me even when he's going against a naito or okada or right. one of the top tier guys his right. matches never as you see in the new japan cup i don't think the ending was very good i thought the match kind of fell flat yeah and it's same with the main event match where there's a lot of interference a lot like of a, interference like a normal bullet club match there's a lot right. of interference and then evil comes out with the win it's it's interesting. Um, they're really <laughs> what New Japan is good at is just putting a rocket to a guy and make it yeah, very right. believable. And just go, here you go, you're the guy. <laughs> yeah, because they do it with like Tai Chi and Zack Saber Jr. who yeah. win the tag champs. Yeah. you just go, yeah, here and you go. And they a super team in Tanahashi and Ibushi, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So they do that. Uh, you built you built a Tai Chi because he beat Tanahashi and Ibushi one on one. So now it makes sense that they win it because right. they he won those one on one matches. Right. And now with Evil, he wins a tournament. He changed. He's now. I guess the co-leader bullet club since Jay White's not available for right. a while because he's in New Zealand. Yeah. So he's the co-lead, 
and uh, now he's the world champ in a new faction. So yeah. now you can have all these uh, rematch with Naito. You right. can have Sonata come in and fight him. You have all mm-hmm. these different matchups there. So yeah, let's talk about Sonata real quick. I feel like with the with this move now that I feel like Sonata is the guy to be watching for 2020 as far as like the next breakout star. Like I anticipate him to have a phenomenal G1. Yeah tournament this year like especially if they're really willing to go with i don't know i have a feeling that uh that that evil is going to be get the okada treatment on his first frame where he wins it kind of in a shocker but mm-hmm. he doesn't hold it for very long it's yeah. kind of what their their formula is for God. jay white same way right he beats tanahashi at new year's dash and then all of a sudden or wherever he won it and then he he dropped it pretty much immediately to okada right so thought being here your first run's really not a, like, you're going to hold it for a year, two years, or whatever. Yeah. It's more of like, a, let's test the waters, let's see how people react to this, yeah. and then, all right, let's get it back on a more established guy for a while, and then let's build. I feel like Sonata, evil now, obviously, because he's the champion, but I think Sonata's really going to benefit a lot from this being the babyface antithesis to evil now, because, you know, the former tag champs, they were in the faction. I feel like Sonata's going to get a massive push as well. Yeah. At least I would hope. Based yeah. off of this decision, I, I kind of wish this is almost slip because I don't see Sonata winning the. G1. I don't see him winning the kind of stuff. No, 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 but no. I, I would, I would have wished that Evil would have won this a little earlier, and yeah. then Sonata would have won like the New Japan Cup yeah. to challenge him for it. Mm-hmm. Because I do want to see the like eventual Sonata Evil right. world title match right. that they're probably going to be setting up. Hopefully, it's not the main event of Wrestle Kingdom. No, I, 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 oh, wow. But um, I can. I mean, I, I think that's going to be pissed. <laughs> yeah, I know. Like, I think that fall a little flat. But I think if, um, or maybe he beats him in the G one or something. So right. you set yeah, up a match right. right after the yeah. G one or something. I don't even but, know if he's going to hold it to the G one either. I mean, there's, yeah, G one's yeah. in September. I think right. So there's some time. So there's can, some time. Yeah. yeah. Um. But yeah, I do think Sonata's going to get that push into that spot. To, yes. And I hope. I, I hope Sonata wins because I yeah. love Sonata. No, right, and I think too. What I think it needs to happen. Hey, they need to they need to disjoin the two titles desperately. Yeah. I, I, you know what I mean? ASAP. Like Hiromu uh, Hiromu Takashi is challenging for one of them. He basically said, "I don't care which one," which is weird, but okay. But regardless of that, right? I almost feel like that Sonata Evil match would be better with the Intercontinental title on the line because I think it's more believable, right? Especially if Evil if Evil goes on a run, he drop say he drops the world title to Okada right, in a month or two, right, in August, right before the G1 or something, right? And then we're going into, okay, but he's still the Intercontinental Champion. I feel like Sonata with a good showing in the G1 then can go, and right, that's a rivalry type of match. Yeah. You know, form, form, and I think that it still keeps those guys in a sub-main event scene where maybe they're not ready for the world title just yet, but the Intercontinental is a title where it has enough oomph behind it now yeah. where it's going to make either guy, yeah. no matter who holds it. I've Yeah, I've always said that I think Okada is going to be the one to eventually take, take it, to yeah. separate them. Because right. I always look at Okada and be like, I just want to be world title champ. I don't right. want I, There's the, no interest. In yeah, I don't care about the IC title. Right. So I do agree with that. I wouldn't mind if they somehow kept it long enough for a Wrestle Kingdom for the Intercontinental title between Evil and Sonata. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That that was my pitch. He somehow drops the world title, still the IC champ, he runs through... You know they have a whatever yeah, clash, whatever. and then that's the that's the sub main event. Yeah, you know, that, big that, rivalry. that would be phenomenal. And then yeah. you have Okada versus whoever. Yeah. I I would love that. I yeah. just don't want to see that as like the main event because no. I don't think I think when you have the main event, mm-hmm. I need like the Okadas or the yeah whoever the big Ibushi's right. in mm-hmm. there. Yeah. What What are your thoughts on you know where does Naito go from here now? I mean, you know, he's the first. I mean, obviously he got the coronation as 
you know, we're really, we're going to be behind you in some aspects, right? Yeah. You know, he's the first ever double champion. You know, he beats Okada in the main event of Wrestle Kingdom. Um, clearly the biggest babyface they have mm-hmm. right now. Um, where where do you see his trajectory now going now that he's dropped both championships in a controversial fashion, right? Yeah. They try to do what they could to keep him strong, obviously. Um, but at the same time, you know, where, where, do, where do you go from here? Yeah. You know what I mean? It's kind of like you're going to kind of be floating for a while, I feel like. I, I agree. I think he can. I think he has a few avenues. I think that he could go into a tag thing with Shingo. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't be shocked to see something like that. Because yeah. Shingo, Shingo's never open weight right now, but yeah. I could see him dropping that relatively soon. Yeah. And then them doing a team up. Mm-hmm. Instead of Evil and Sonata, you have them two now. Mm-hmm. Or I, I, what I would really like to see is him be the U.S. champ. Yes. And really trying yeah. to elevate that. Because right. Moxley's... Do, yeah, do what Shinsuke did with the IC title. Yeah. And take it and just have like a great run. Great run. Because right. I, yeah. think, I think Moxley's over in the U.S. And I don't mm-hmm. think they're going to be going to Japan anytime soon. They should so just strip him of the I think they're going to eventually just strip him of it. Yeah. Uh, especially in that summer struggle thing where they have yeah. like 10 shows. Mm-hmm. I feel like it would be a perfect time to have like a mini... Tournament. Four yeah. eight-man tournament. Yeah, Naito wins it. Absolutely. And then kind of gets his stuff back because he just lost the world and IC title. Yes. And now he has it. He can have great matches with I am, name a guy. Maybe even like a Will Ospreay beats him for it right. at like a Wrestle Kingdom. Yeah. And that puts Will Ospreay now on the map too. I think you can have a good thing with a, a guy who's been world champ this year and IC champ. Now holding the U.S. title right. makes that more year. important. Mm-hmm. And then whoever beats him for it, it's like now you're the guy. Right. And I think that they need to. Yeah. Well, I think they've really tried hard. Hard to keep the U.S. title around guys that are from America or from you know overseas or anywhere else yeah, yeah. out there. But I think it's time to kind of abandon that a little bit. I understood the purpose was this title is going to be the title that's going to like be a major force on the U.S. shows. But right now there ain't no U.S. shows happening, so they need to get that title back into circulation quickly. Yeah. And they just need to roll with it. Like I was cool with Moxley winning. I'm like, all right, that's cool. He's the yeah. biggest star they possibly could get. But now it's to the point where he's AEW champion. AEW's just going to let him go over there and just get beat. It's not going to be a thing. You yeah. Can't, it's Regardless of what people say, there is some still sort of like that's our world champion. Yeah. We're not going to have your guy beat our world yeah. champion. No, and, yeah, and also, and also, like in the time that we're in, you're not going to know how much freedom the U.S. is going to have. Just like, yes, oh yeah, for travel box, yeah, 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 like send Cody over for a match yeah. or like whatever. Mm-hmm. Like it's going to be hard to know that you're going to easily get these people for like Wrestle Kingdom yes. for these specific days. So just give it to a guy like Naito who can run the table until you know for sure. Okay, we can bring in Cody yes. or we can bring right. in. Just these anybody. guys from the U.S. or whatever. Right. Yeah. And then once you know that for sure, then Naito can drop it to one of those guys and you can keep that U.S. thing right. going. Yeah. But until then, I think... They don't have a strong enough excursion group of guys right now to make it exclusively, like, just people from out, outside Agree. Yeah, yeah, that's what I mean, so yeah. it's hard. Um, yeah. The thoughts on... Because we talked about this off-air, but I kind of feel like Evil's win, to me... It's almost like it wasn't necessarily meant to be him. It almost feels like they're really hurting for depth right now, especially yeah. at the top of the card. And while I'm all for making new guys and trying some stuff out, right, new sometimes just for the sake of new is, is sometimes interesting, right? Yeah. Obviously, we're talking about it. But I, 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 it's hard for me not to feel a little bit like, man, it almost feels like this should be a Jay White or or somebody else of that who's already been to this level yeah. to beat Naito for it. I almost feel like that's where they were going to go before this hit I would, rather, than, yeah. rather than having the big turn. I wouldn't be shocked to have like a uh, – because Bullet Club does this like pretty annually when they mm-hmm. switch leaders, mm-hmm. air quotes, where like you look at like AJ yeah. and Finn or you right. look at well, then um, it went Kenny to, yeah, Omega Kenny, and AJ. Over AJ. But usually yeah, what right. happens is I wouldn't be shocked to see Evil when Jay White does come back and right. Evil's probably going to be champ if it's for the next two months or something. Yeah. And Jay White's like – 
like a battle for the Lido right. Bullet Club match. Right. And then maybe Jay White wins. Like maybe yeah, Jay White's think, the guy yeah. to take the title yeah. off of him. I think Jay White would stay heel if nothing else. They have yeah. way too much invested in that whole yeah. group. Like, but like, I, yeah, I wouldn't be shocked to going like two because Evil's now a heel too with right. Bullet Club. For sure. But it's like, yeah, I'm the leader of Bullet Club. Evil's like, I'm holding both titles. I am the leader of Bullet Club. Right. And then they have that one match and right. set who's the real leader. Mm-hmm. Like Bullet Club always does. Yeah. For some reason, they're like the one faction that always has a fight over the other. leader. Yeah, I know. Yeah, everyone else is like, no, we're cool. <laughs> yeah, well, everyone else is like, yeah, I know I'm not the leader, but yeah. like, there's always two or three people that are right. like, no, I'm the leader. For sure. Yeah, it's it's going to be interesting for sure. I think that it puts Bullet Club, I think this gives Bullet Club the faction a little bit of shot in the arm, right? You know, they haven't oh, yeah. had, they're not as, the, they're not the super over like, oh my gosh, anybody would be willing to join the Bullet Club at this point. They don't have that anymore. Yeah. It's been, there's been too much change with it at this point. But I will give New Japan credit for giving them a little bit of like, a, all right, here we go. You know what I mean? Like new guy, new champ. You know that what they're, uh, you know what they're trying to do really is they're trying to build heels because that right now okay, you got Okada, major babyface, Naito, major babyface, Jay's not available right now. You don't have another top top heel yeah. for anybody to beat right now. You know what I mean? So I think that they were. They're like, all right, let's go with a guy that, you know, maybe it's somewhat believable, maybe it's not, and we're just going to strap the rocket to him and go, here you go, let's try this out and see, you know what I mean? Um, it's going to be super interesting for sure. I'm I'm very intrigued to see what they do over the next couple months now because of this. Like, where, how long does he hold it? What's the plan? You know, uh, I also noticed, too, let's talk about this real fast. You know, we, know, we just saw, um, uh, you know, Shingo defending the Never Openweight title against Sho, from you know Rapongi 3K, we're starting to and now Hiromu's challenging for one of the major two singles championships. We're starting to see them try and start to elevate some of these junior guys yeah. and get them into these you know middle card mm-hmm. you know singles titles outside of the junior division. Um, what are your thoughts on them kind of trying to you know get some new talent up in there because because the depth maybe isn't as deep as they have because yeah. of this COVID thing. Um, and the thoughts of the junior division right now, because I mean, like if Hiromu wins, for example, okay, now now it's all wacky yeah. up in the arms. You know what I mean? So um, I don't feel like they have a really strong junior division right now. No. Osprey's gone and everything else, and they're trying to elevate a lot of their top juniors into yeah. the heavyweight. Well, yeah, I would I would say right now because they don't have the best of the supers that's yeah. going to be happening. That it they're like helps. Yeah, yeah, that helps. Because but at the same yeah. time. Since they don't have it, they're yeah. like, we don't need to worry about the junior division as much. Yeah. So they take a lesser precedent on that, and mm-hmm. they're like, and really the tag division too. Oh yeah. Because the tag division for the for New Japan is easy because you just go, okay, you two are in a faction together, so just go team up and fight. <laughs> yeah. Like they have a really easy yeah, way right. of doing that because they have all these factions. For sure. But I think they're just trying to build all these guys up to be low, like lower heavyweights mm-hmm. because they don't have ju- they don't need the juniors right now. Yeah. So they're just like, okay, heavyweight, heavy. right? Like yeah. even um. What's his name? El Desperado right. attacked Shingo. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, right? He's another right junior guy, former junior yeah. tag champion. He's just like, oh, by the way, I'm challenging for the Never Open. Yeah, exactly. So okay. I think I think you're getting a lot of like that reasoning because yeah. you're not doing anything. Like, if you had a best of supers coming up, I don't think you'd be seeing any of this. Right. But because you don't have that, right. it's like all we need is uh, ta- uh, what's Takahashi, right. ta- Tanahashi, one of the two. Takahashi, yeah. you have him defend title against show right. or whatever yeah. and then outside of that you're fine everything else you can do with the heavyweights right so. for sure yeah and they're just, trying to make it believable because yeah. their division is weak right now right yeah it, it so. is weak right now right and a lot of their top stars like the will ospreys you know even abushi you know he's moved out a couple years now but yeah. he's a former junior champion as well um you really start to see a lot of these guys kind of start to 
outgrow that division a yes. little bit. You know what I mean? Um, you know, speaking of the tag division, real quick before we segue on, just a quick small topic here before we go to break. Thoughts on Gallows and Anderson coming back? Oh, they, it's going to They signed with Impact, but they're also they got the they, dual they, deal. They, they can, can come to New yeah. Japan, right? A, do they do they rejoin up with Bullet Club again? And because you now you've got God. Before God wasn't a thing when they yeah. were running the roost, so it's like they were the primary heavyweight tag team. God now you could argue is probably one of the greatest tag teams in New Japan history. I mean, mm-hmm. they've held it like five, six times, yeah. have really long runs with it. They're a great tag team. Um, and now they're going to have Gals and Anderson come back. Are they coming back as faces? Are they coming? I mean, I feel like they would almost have to just because I would be like, we're so happy you're back kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, maybe. But at the same time, you're like, I also can see New Japan being like, we're so happy you're back. And, oh, you just killed Tanahashi. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know what I mean? mean? I think it would be interesting. I think they're going to come back as like the free agents, like the big yeah. name free agents. Mm-hmm. And I think you're going to see like everyone kind of like vying for their yeah, services. Yeah, like, hey, almost. can you yeah. help us out? And, yeah, like, everyone hard. assumes they come back to Bullet Club and maybe they don't go that R- route. Yeah, yeah, or whatever. Um, I think that'd be really interesting i would be shocked see the problem again with this covid is like yeah. god can't really because i could see like a scenario without yeah. covid where like god wins the titles yeah and then they beat god right and then they're like we're the champs but maybe not with bullet club right. and it's just kind of like yeah. who are you with yeah. so all these other factions are trying to like right. either fight for their service or try to beat them for the title i could see them doing Lij, I could LIJ too. Because they don't have a, they don't have a legit tag team right, right now. I could see that too. You know, I, there's a lot of. Options. I wouldn't be shocked with that at all. Yeah, like they're like with Bullet Club, and then they just beat up Evil. Right. Because yeah, exactly. Right. And they're just like, yeah, we were the OGs. You took it over. All right, yeah, we're gonna go over you. here yeah. now. You know what I mean? Like you're you've lost which, the essence. Which of I'd be a big fan because I like Lij. I think the most out of all the factions. Yeah. They're they're yeah. I mean, they're just, uh, they're, it's be, and it's the same reason, right? It's because Bullet Club is not what it was. Yeah. Three four years ago, right? Like when 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 Finn started you were like what is going on like this is a whole new thing and now it was it was legitimately edge your seat who is going to join now it's like it's more like all right we get it but it's not like oh my gosh he joined you know like when Adam Cole joined I was I was like oh my gosh this is awesome or Cody or whoever you're like this is prime real estate now it's like all right you know cool (laughs) you know it's it's no longer like an NWO feel it's just more like okay you're a wrestler you're just one of the factions now Mm -hmm. like chaos or anybody else but um, definitely interesting for sure. All right, real quick, real quick topic here. I want to ask you before we go to break here. Um, thoughts on the new U.S. title? Uh, okay. We got a new United States Championship debuting on Monday night. Um, that's already in my possession because I'm a freak. Um, but uh, what are your thoughts on the new United States Championship? And then also, what are your thoughts on the FTW Championship being brought <laughs> back by AEW? Um, little belt talk here. Yeah, the belt talk. Yeah. Uh, the U.S. title, I think it's fine. I think it's a good belt. <laughs> Uh, it looks nice. I just I like the old design better. Yeah. But I mean, it's very split. It's I, very I, see, I yeah. my my thing is I've never been like oh that ch-, like I've never really looked at the championship and be like it's always been like who holds it over the look of the title. Oh yeah. Kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So like I don't really like if you change the design even like when you change design minorly I don't even like notice it half yeah. the time I'm right. like oh yeah oh you change the siding and this right. thing I'm like yeah okay like yeah, that's right. cool as long as. You know, Apollo Cruz isn't holding. Yeah, as long as Seth Rollins is holding it, I'm <laughs> yeah, fine. Right. You know, or Adam yeah. Pulse is holding right. it. You can change yeah. that all you want, as long yeah. as the guy I want holding it's holding it. Right. So uh, it looks it looks nice. Yeah. And 
Um, I don't hate it. I like the U.S. title, so I'm, I'm I have like I have like no real I'm like. I'm not like hoping with the on one new side. design that we're maybe going to see a, somewhat of a renewed focus on it a little bit. I'm hope. I mean, maybe, obviously, yeah. Extreme Rules. You know, talking about that, it's like, yeah, you know, I mean, MVP versus Apollo Crew. Oh, we but, could have definitely talked about that. that oh, we're going to talk about it in the second half of the show. Don't okay. worry about it. Yeah. Um, but it's regardless, right? And then thoughts on the FTW title coming back, trying to do this whole like champion versus champion yeah. thing for you know Moxley and Cage, giving Cage a. I guess kind of the rub a little bit, giving yeah. him a belt to walk around with, I guess. Yeah, I think that this is one of those, like, I think WWE's been what, the big component of, oh, AEW's doing that, so we're going to do that now yeah. kind of thing. And I think this was AEW's very bad attempt at trying to do that. <laughs> uh, they're just like, oh, introduce a new title, and then we can do title for title, make it really big. Right. And it's like, but it's not really, because it's not really Yeah, it's not really a title. It was never really a championship. Even yeah. in ECW, it was never really yeah, a championship. Yeah, it's not really yeah. a thing, and you're not defending it week. I know you're also, defending it in one can show. can we talk but... about, just for a second, the FCW championship, right? If you guys haven't seen it, just look it up online. It's super simple. But the design, it has Taz's name engraved on the top of it. So... Like, if Cage is the FTW champion, but it says Taz on top of the Oh, it belt. does? <laughs> it's like, in, it says oh, Taz FTW. Like, oh, it's, like, well. there's, it's not like, because I remember in all the, for you wrestling fans, you probably know this, but when Sabu is the only other guy to hold it outside yeah. of Taz. Sabu put a sticker with some tape and put Sabu and wrote it on top of Taz's name. But, like, when they showed a close-up of it, I go, it says Taz's name on the belt. Taz like, is the manager. No, no but, like, on, but it was Taz's thing, so it's just funny to me where you're just like, okay. Like, yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I almost it's... wanted the tape over Taz's name and put Cage. <laughs> like, yeah. It just, it just, it just makes me it makes me laugh for sure. All right, that's going to be it for part one. After the break, we're going to preview Extreme Rules really quickly. I'm not super excited for this card by any means. Why I didn't even talk about it at the beginning of the show because it's just like... It's there. I don't, I don't anticipate anything major going to happen. Then we're also going to talk some NBA stuff real quick. We're going to be talking uh, Mahomes getting that massive payday and some college football as well. All that after the break. Stick around. Hey, guys. The Mouth of Michigan, Rob and Dyke. You've been hearing me talk about this for a long time. I'm going to keep talking about it because I'm so excited about it. BelowTheCollar.com forward slash I'm Always Right PC. The only place to get the official I'm Always Right sports podcast merchandise so please 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 if you love the show you want to support the show the best way to do that is doing it two ways number one go and buy that awesome shirt with that awesome logo in the top of the screen where you see on our youtube show every single week and also go and subscribe to the show i can't tell you how many times i get a notification saying we got a new subscriber it makes me happy i text mike about it he's super pumped we love the fact that we grow growing this audience every single week. So once again, support the show below the collar.com forward slash I'm always right PC. And also make sure to subscribe on all your favorite streaming services we are available on, whether that's Spotify, Apple Play, Google Play, all that good stuff. We are there every single time, every single Monday at 7 a.m. for your entertainment. So please subscribe, buy the shirt, and we will be ready for part two after this. And welcome back to part two of episode 84. 485? I don't know. I lose count. You keep track. I know. We're on the road to 100. I know that for a fact. But let's jump in. Let's talk extreme rules real fast before we get into this. But I say real fast because, quite frankly, on paper, is the card necessarily the worst thing in the world? No. Is this show going to be ridiculous in a lot of ways? Yes. <laughs> Mike is like 100%. Yes, 100%. Uh, let's just go through the card real fast. I don't want to spend a lot of time on this. Maybe if this show delivers after next week, we can maybe talk about it. Sure. But... 
if it doesn't, then you know it is what it is. Um, let's just start. Let's start right off. You got the match card yeah. in front of you. Let's go. Yeah, we have six matches on this card as of the second, which I didn't even know we had I, six. They're for. planning on doing, I think, doing two cinematics somehow. I know. I know. There's a no. There's at least one. Yeah. Right. Okay. I, I've heard another one, maybe, but I. I, I don't know what wrong. the other one would be. Yeah. Uh, so you got Apollo Crews versus MVP for the US, US title. title. Yeah. So uh, Apollo Crews just retains. I don't know why MVP is the guy in this. Not Lashley it makes zero. This sense is wild. To me. Like this is this must. Be what it feels like when you don't watch WWE for like three months, yeah, and then you or for like a year and you just watch WrestleMania every year. You're like, how did that happen? Yeah. I'm like, how did this happen? <laughs> yeah, that's great. I haven't watched Raw in like three weeks. I yeah, like, when did I that only happen? watched last week just because I knew the US title was designing this oh, okay. debut, and so I was like enthralled with that. But yeah, sure, Apollo retains in a actually, I, I'm gonna lie, I'm gonna say MVP wins. Because I think Cedric Alexander turns heel because they teased that this week too, oh, maybe did. or something like that. Okay. Maybe MVP. I'm hoping maybe they do something with MVP and Lashley and like form a stable or something. Give me something to hate because right now, once again, as we talked about off air, I'm tired of everyone just sitting there spinning their wheels waiting for the crowds to come back. What if they don't come back for a year? There's no way you can have 52 weeks programming and do nothing for that entire time. Yeah. Driving me nuts. But all right, let's go. Uh, Rey Mysterio and Seth Rollins for that eye for the eye match. This might be the other cinematic yeah, match. Yeah. If there is another one, mm -hmm. apparently they're gonna like because how you yeah. win this match, you don't pin somebody. Yeah. You literally have to like take their eye out. So <laughs> apparently they're gonna like CGI their eye out. I don't know how this is gonna work. It's gonna be awful. So I'm gonna assume I'm gonna assume Ray wins because then I think Seth Rollins just wears an eye patch for a while. Oh jeez, he's gonna be a pirate now. Yeah, he's gonna oh. be a little round or what uh, Moxley did, oh, where he just kind of wears like an eye patch for a while. Sure, I don't care. They spent a lot unless Raymond Mysterio like covers yeah. a mask. They've though. spent they've done so much with this storyline, and I'm I'm I've never been a big Ray guy in the main event scene. I never have been for whatever. I think Ray's a talented guy, but I'm always gonna point to him and be like, "You're the greatest cruiserweight of all time." Mm -hmm. Not, and I just. For me, every time Ray's in a story, I just go, we really couldn't do this with somebody else, like, in mm -hmm. all honesty. So I'm like, okay, great, whatever. Mm -hmm. I, I think Rollins should win and just take Ray off television altogether, but that's just me. Right? Yeah, I, I don't know. I think but, Ray's going to win. I think Ray, I'm not, I'm not yeah, saying he's not going know. to, yeah. but sure. they spent a lot of time on this. And I don't really care. Yeah. That that's my problem. Um, singles match for the SmackDown Women's Title: Bailey and Nikki Cross. Yeah, Bailey retains here. Yeah, Bailey pretty, retains. Pretty simple. Okay, yeah. cool. I think they're waiting to SummerSlam to yeah. to go here and Sasha. Uh, Asuka, Sasha Banks for the Raw Women's Title. I think. Do uh, they go Sasha here and just give them all the women's titles? Jeez. Um, I'm. I wouldn't be necessarily shocked by that. I think what's more likely the scenario is that Bailey somehow. Wait, what if what, what if Sasha wins and then they combine the two? That'd be one great. Division. We just get one. We just get one women's title. That'd be great because you don't have depth right now. Yeah. But I'm thinking more likely is what's happened. Yeah. Bailey accidentally cost her the shot at the title, and then she's like, "What the hell?" And Agreed. then they dropped the, the tag titles soon after. I yeah, I agree. Okay, that's but fine. I'm I'm all on board with your idea, though. I would much prefer that, but here we are. Yeah. Uh, number five, we got Braun Strowman versus Bray Wyatt, non-title match in a Wyatt Swamp fight. <laughs> no, it's a non-title, of course it is. Why, uh, why wouldn't it be non-title? Yeah, why would, why, why would you put the well, title because they're gonna because they're going to have Bray win That's why to I set up the SummerSlam match, which yeah. I get. So Bray's like sure. 100% win. Yeah. Literally, like, oh, I don't think there's like a Like this cinematic match, I just go, okay, great. They're going to yeah. fight in the back behind the... Yeah, it's basically what I heard is like so the Boneyard match, but it's like in a, in swamp. a swamp area great. thing. Sure. Cool. The Universal title, I, I can't believe I'm saying this, has never meant less. <laughs> right now. <laughs> has know. never meant less. Um, and then... I'm thrilled. And then Drew McIntyre versus Dolph Ziggler for the WWE title mm -hmm. in a 
whatever match. Yeah, we haven't decided We, we had no idea yet. Which is going to be decided tomorrow. Well, as yeah. when you're hearing, it's probably today. Yeah, today. So, because it'll be Monday. Yeah. Um, so I guess what match do you think it's going to be? And who... I'm assuming McIntyre wins. Yeah. But... Well, Ziggler can't beat Otis, but he's going to be able to somehow beat McIntyre. Yeah. That makes total sense. But, you know, he's on a different show now, so he's a different guy. I don't know yeah. if you know this or not. But, um, yeah, it's hard because, you know, I... Ziggler is getting such a bad rap, dude, because he's so talented. He should have had a long run for the world title at this point mm-hmm. already. Um, I'm just... I, I McIntyre wins. I'm guessing it's going to be something stupid where it's like... It's... It's... I don't know. I feel like there's gonna be like a lot of finish in this, in this match for some reason. Like, like McIntyre's gonna pin him with a claymore like super early. He goes, "No, that's not my stipulation. You gotta beat me by submission." Then he beats him by submission. No, that's not what I meant. You gotta beat me by like, yeah, you know, I like agree. something yeah. stupid that like, prolong it. I go, he got beat twelve times. <laughs> I, think, I, mean? I think it's gonna be like a no claymore match. Where yeah, he can't use some, the claymore. yeah, right. But then I think he's gonna beat him with the headbutt. Yeah, right. He's not the headbutt. Right. Cool. Honestly, if this wasn't so close to SummerSlam, I'd almost have a little bit of hope that maybe that Dolph would maybe pick up a surprise win here yeah. and then build to something. Um, but because SummerSlam is like now, <laughs> basically, yeah, it's like, like, a we're month like away yeah, or we're ready, we're right on the heels of this. Um, I think it's like twenty August twenty yeah. third, so right? It's like so, five weeks away. Yeah. So I think that with that being said, I think that McIntyre retains. Um, is Big Show and Orton on this card too? It doesn't say as of right now. It also, I think the SmackDown tag match is like a tables yeah, match. Yeah, they just between, set that up this past Yeah, yeah so past it's Friday. not updated yet, but I well, think that's Well, Cesaro and get the win there yeah, for sure. I think, and I think Orton gets the win. I'm I'm hoping that they don't oh, do Oh, Orton's win. in that new... Then they make a new faction of the Orton. I don't know if it's an official thing yet or with not. With like Angel yeah. Garza yeah. and uh, Andrade. Andrade. I don't know if it's a thing officially okay. yet, but I'm hoping that if Orton and Big Show is on the show, if it is on the show, first off, kill me, but... Orton wins, obviously, very clean. But then after that, if it's going... I'm just hoping that if they're going to do something with McIntyre, I hope it's rather with Orton than with Brock. I really hope they don't bring Brock back don't, for don't this. Don't bring Brock. I, I'd be cool with Orton, because Orton's been on Orton's fire. has been right on fire, right? Yeah, that's fine. But I'm really hoping it's Orton, and I hope that that's where they go with it. I'm very well, nervous Because I would love to see it. Go. Because if Orton takes it, then you get Orton Edge for the title. Yeah, yeah I that's, know. That's, that's what I'm saying. That's a great And match. Orton has, been, has never been more entertaining than he has been right now. Yeah. So giving him and Ma- and giving McIntyre a legitimate challenger. Like, that's the only problem is that, like, right now, okay, Seth, cool, but you knew he wasn't dropping in his first title defense. Yeah. Now you got Dolph and all these other guys. You're like, all right, you know, Lashley ain't winning it, so Dolph ain't winning it. Yeah. It's just like, I feel like that would be a pretty big match for it them, would. and I think it would be I think it'd be really well done as well. So yeah. that's going to be it for Extreme Rules. Like I said, we'll talk about it more, not next week, because obviously we won't have seen it yet, but the following week just to kind of – touch on it especially if anything big happens i highly doubt it but we'll give a review on it like we do every single pay-per-view uh in the entire universe all right let's talk uh let's talk uh college football here for a second um they announced first off ivy league just not having games at all there's like uh no we need to focus on our studies we have doctors here um (laughs) i can't even everybody else right they're going to just conference schedule now no for the most part yeah no pancake games no you know playing against army or any of this other stuff you know, just conference. So, from a Michigan standpoint, what does this what does this do for you? Is this a good thing? Is this a bad thing? Because you don't know who your quarterback is going to be yeah. right now. So, whew. I think it's interesting. No warm up games at all. Yeah, I think it's very interesting yeah. because I'm like, 
because you're adding one because you you're playing nine right so you're adding one more mm-hmm. and i think the positive thing if you're a michigan fan is that you already had wisconsin and minnesota scheduled yeah. from the other side mm-hmm. so more than likely you're going to get like the northwestern or the nebraska from that mm-hmm. side right as your number fir- as your first game of the season right which is a very good first poll if you're only playing big 10 teams mm-hmm. getting into your big 10 play right. um so i think you can have a little bit of optimism at that point right um but the games will be substantially harder because you're not going to have that easy... Well, they're, they're going to play Washington week one anyway. Yeah. So I, you're not like... Yeah, I'd like, rather play North, Northwestern week one than I bet. would... Or yeah, uh, sure. Nebraska week one than yeah. I would Washington week one. Yeah. So um, I think optimistically, I would say that it kind of helps because you play a good team, but a team that you're very capable of beating. Mm-hmm. So you get one or two games in. Right. And then you're like, maybe okay, now you get Wisconsin right? and whatever. For whatever reason, right, you just kind of get on a roll. And, yeah. you know, it, yeah, it yeah that's what I mean. For, you know, I, I'm, the Spartans, I think you, there's so much rebuilding to do on uh, Michigan State side that I don't think it's going to necessarily matter no. um, a ton who, how this goes out. I, don't, I think they're going to be a sub-500 team regardless. Yeah. Um, does this change at all for you how the Big Ten and how conferences play out at all? Or are you still pretty confident in your Final Four um, of, of who, I mean, like Clemson's going to run the table. I'm yeah. not, I'm not really here's, about that. Here's what I was, yeah. now here's what I'm going to propose to you, yeah. where I think this is going to be the biggest problem mm-hmm. that college football is going to have this year mm-hmm. without any out-of-conference games is in a hypothetical scenario, which could very well happen mm-hmm. because each conference has like one team that's so much better than everyone else <laughs> for the most part, which we discussed previously. Yeah, we, yeah, we, we, we went pretty deep into that a yeah. while ago. But in a, in a scenario where everyone plays 10 games, so say I'll give you Oregon, yep. Oklahoma, Ohio State, Clemson, and Georgia, but maybe Alabama goes okay. undefeated. Like one okay. of the two. One of those six, whatever. Of those six teams. So say those five teams yeah. they go undefeated, yeah. win their conference, yeah. what four teams do you put in? Right. Yeah. I think right. that's the scenario yeah. you get. Woo. Because I, I would yeah. because I'll go, I'd probably put Clemson because they're yeah. Clemson, Ohio State. Yep. But it's like, so you're going to leave out like the Pac 12. Right. They go undefeated. They Like Oregon goes 11 and 0. Right. You're just going to leave them out. Right. Because I think the inner conflict, like Ohio State was going to play Oregon. Right. So which, you, uh, and then if, if Oregon I, wins theirs, but Ohio State wins theirs, but Ohio State's got Ohio the win. Ohio State's got the win. So we're going to put them But in. now with no inner, inner yeah. fighting with right. anybody, now it's like, well, now you're going by strength of conference, yeah, yeah, which I don't think is really yeah, fair. Because, you go, oh, because then right. maybe Clemson doesn't get in because the ACC is so weak. Right. But then but you're they, just like, yeah. how you don't put Clemson in? Right. So I think that's a big hurdle. Right. They're going to have to be like, I pray to God that yeah. Oregon doesn't go undefeated yeah, this somebody's year. Somebody's going to have to lose. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, because the SEC, you get your your you get the escape with that because. Georgia and Bama play each other or something like that. Or yeah, whatever. exactly. Like, you know, then you, you get that loss somewhere. Yeah, anyway. they're hoping so, that they get that loss. Yeah. But then if Georgia runs the table, goes 11-0, you go, who do we leave out? Right. But as I'm saying, though, like, so, like, in that case, like, some of these schools, you're just like, okay, it, I, oh, jeez, yeah, that's going to be tough. You better hope that, like, somebody... Can you imagine, like, if Ohio State loses, like, a fluky game again? Like, they did, like, That's what I mean. Purdue, like, they like, lose like, to Purdue, and now you get out because yeah, you have no other, like... Because Oregon was going to be that game where if you lose right. to, like, a Purdue by, like, 10 or right. something or whatever, okay, but you beat Oregon. Right. Yeah. So, like, I still give you that chance. Mm-hmm. Now it's, like, if you lose to Purdue but you're beating this Michigan, also means, This Kajab, also means like, teams like Notre Dame and stuff like that have no chance. Like, if they were to run the table, there's no way they get in because they don't yeah. have the conference championship Because they don't have game. the conference championship yeah, game. Yeah, there's and, no chance And where do that. they play because they're not in a conference. Right. Yeah, Are they playing the ACC? Because that means Clemson and Notre Dame would play. Like I don't know. You got. I, I think college football has a lot of question marks. Yeah. With their new. I'm system. excited to see the new release of the schedules. Yeah. Just to see which how is, they're going to. Which is it also down. why I think they should expand to like six teams. Yeah. At, at worst, but. 
or something, something better than that. Something yeah. better than four. Yeah. But. Yeah. Just have the top two teams get a buy or something to where you agree. Can, yeah. yeah. You're like you go Clemson, Alabama, really ran this. Okay, you yeah. get a buy. Everyone else plays. Absolutely. For sure. It's gonna be very interesting though. But we had to talk. We had to touch on it just a little bit just because it's it's the first time this is happening like this, yeah. right? So. It, who knows, right? Maybe Michigan wins the Big Ten. Yeah, well, no, here's the thing is Michigan <laughs> wins the Big Ten. They're the team left out. Yeah, no kidding, right? Yeah, because they lose a stupid game early. Well, not even that. They just all go undefeated. They go, okay, we like Oregon. We like Oklahoma. We like Alabama. Like that's the team, honestly. That's the team that should be left out is Oklahoma. Because they've, they've been there a gazillion times. That defense is still going to be awful. Yeah. Until until I see otherwise, just like I went with Michigan, until I see it, I'm not buying it. Oklahoma, same way. You are okay, great. You win the Big Twelve. There's nobody in the Big Twelve, so yeah. calm down. Yeah, that's the team where you go. We're tired of seeing a blowout one out of every two games that you guys play against a good team. Yeah, kind of over it. Yeah, stupid. Plus, they don't have like that Heisman guy anymore, so maybe that'll help too. Like, you don't have a Jalen Hurts or a Baker maybe. or somebody like that to like. Well, we got to get the the big star yeah. thing. So maybe that'll help. I don't know. All right, let's talk. Um, Let's talk Mahomes' contract. I want to talk NBA last year. Let's talk Mahomes' big old contract here. $500 million, 10-year, really it's a 12-year extension. Um, he's going to be achieved until he's like 34, 36, 34, something. Is he 34? 33. <clears throat> um, so he's got a massive deal. First of its kind, really. You know, it's got, you know, some escalators and all that kind of good stuff in there as far as, like, he's going to take up a certain percentage of the cap and everything. It's really redoing the way a lot of teams would have ever thought about doing this. A lot of people were shocked that... He would take a deal like this, um, just based off the fact that man, you get you double dip, triple dip, even you know on some of these deals. Uh, thoughts on Mahomes's massive contract in Stan yeah. Chief? Basically, we would assume probably for the good chunk of his career. Yeah, basically most of his career, yeah. unless the last couple years like kind of falls off. Right. Um, but I, I don't like it. Well, if I was Mahomes, I'd go. Right. Man, like for the next like five years, you're not even going to be the highest paid quarterback. Right. Like you're gonna have guys who are franchise tag that are getting more money than you, right. and because next year you're getting like five, the year after that you're getting like twenty. Yeah. But if you guys are still like Stafford, are still getting more than you mm-hmm. still at this point, and you're like leaps and bounds the best quarterback in the league. Yeah. So I feel like like if I was Mahomes, I think I would have maybe have taken like the, the five year, four, five year, yeah, five like year just position. like yeah. just like take the forty a million a year and be done with it. Yeah. But I think that he really likes being like there is something that said that he likes being a chief right. and they're winning right now mm-hmm. and let's let's keep it rolling that's, kind of thing. I think that's the key is, you know, when you're when you're winning, you're willing to take those cuts and yeah. be like, you know what, we're winning, I wanna keep winning. But when you're not winning yeah. and that's like, uh oh, now what? Right. right? Like I think this Chiefs team is gonna be a very good football team this year. But do I think that they've made zero additions on defense? Correct. And that, that do I think that is that going to at some point maybe hinder them? Possibly. Yeah. You know, like there's there's things that it, it's it was a magical run that they went on, right? It, can the defense withstand enough to be able to play? You know, like if they meet Baltimore in the Super Bowl, right? It, can that defense legitimately stop that offense yeah. for four quarters? I don't know, right? You know, and that's you know, they played San Francisco, which San Francisco didn't have a holy crap, dynamic offense. They just were a really yeah. good running football team. You know what I mean? So I just, you know, there's some there are some factors in them getting that championship. So now it's like, all right, even though Mahomes maybe is not necessarily taking up to 35% of the cap, right, you've got a lot of these other weapons that you need to pay. Travis Kelsey is going to be due pretty soon. Tyreek Hills, you know, you're not going to pay. I don't know if you're going to pay Sammy Watkins after this year. You know, McCall Hardman, you're going to need to pay him at some yeah. point. You know, like there's some pieces there that they're definitely going to need to pay, mm-hmm. keep that offensive line intact. So there's some there's some question marks in Kansas City. Maybe not this year. It's all happy day right now if you're a Chiefs fan. Yeah. But as the years come along, 
what where is that going to be? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And especially too, Andy Reid ain't getting any younger. You know, yeah. So that's another. Kind of. That's another. That's another thing as well. But definitely changing the way contracts is. Lamar has got to be licking his chops and hoping he just doesn't get hurt. Is really yeah. the whole big thing because that's probably going to be the next one to, to sign about. Dak, I'm sure, is also probably licking his chops, but no one's going to give Dak that kind of money. At least Agreed. I hope. I mean. Sure, go ahead. I guess, but like, yeah. wow. Actually, I want you to. Yeah, exactly. Back that yeah, much actually, money. yeah. Let's have Jacksonville. <laughs> <laughs> no, because if he takes up, if he gets like a forty-five million dollar contract, yeah. you can't sign everybody else. So there's going to be bad. Yeah. yeah, Rob, this is what we want. I know, I know. But I also kind of want to go to Jacksonville. Like, this sucks. Like, you know, like a total money grab. Like everybody uh, else. Remember that year that everybody signed in Jacksonville? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, yeah. like everybody went over there and everyone's like, yeah, all right, we got massive amount of money in there. And we went. Wow, we're still really bad. <laughs> yeah, it happens. It happens for sure. All right, let's talk NBA action here a little bit to end the Super show. Super excited. Super duper excited. We are on the cusp. We're going to wait until the whale man is back to do a full NBA game-by-game breakdown, prediction. We're just going to ruin the entire NBA season for you because it's what we do on this show. Um, but let's talk about the fact that Kawhi's still hurt. Got some players out that are just basically showing up late. They're just kind of like, yeah, we'll be there when we be there. Yeah. Um, we've talked at nauseum about how there's a potential for this this mini season thing to be really really great in some regards. There's some drawbacks, obviously, but you know, and we've talked last week about how a lot of people are saying this championship could be the hardest championship to win ever because of the circumstances. But now we're getting players, star players that are showing up late, and they're like, we'll get there when we get there. Mm-hmm. You know, don't get your panties in a bunch. Your thoughts on kind of like the star treatment here? Like, I know LeBron's there. He's ready to go. But yep. Kawhi's out. Harden and Westbrook are like, meh. We'll be a little late and all yeah. that good stuff. I, ugh, yeah. yeah. I mean, I think, well, for one thing, I yeah. think LeBron's like there working because yeah. he knows that this is like He's gotta the run. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's like, this is going to be the run. You know. um, and if it's not the run, it's going to be rough. Uh, so he knows that he has to. I think it's, it really sets where I think a lot of players look at it with the asterisks, with the it doesn't really count mindset kind mm-hmm. of thing. Mm-hmm. I have a big feeling for. Yeah. And I think outside of LeBron and maybe Giannis, because yeah. I think Giannis is like, I can easily win one this year because right. who will be playing in the East outside of Boston? Mm-hmm. Probably. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that them two are like, okay, we can lead our team there. Everyone else is like, I don't know if we'll get through the Lakers or Boston's like, I don't know if we'll get through. And this title won't mean as much because everyone's going to go. If, like, if Houston wins, everyone's going to go, yeah, but that doesn't really mean. <laughs> right. So, like, everyone's kind of thinking yeah, on that way. one of, like, the three teams that is expected to win wins. Everyone goes, yeah, but it was kind of a fluky. Yeah, it was, weird. like, a fluky circumstance. <laughs> and so I think it's going to be – I think everyone's just having a rough time, like, getting restarted getting and getting yeah. into the mode. Yeah. Especially because when you really think about it, if you're going to make the finals – the next season is predicted to be like December first, so you're gonna be playing all these games up to about October if you make the finals, yeah. and make, then like take, oh yeah, take take, take a take a nice little month off, and then you're gonna start a whole new training camp, eighty over. game yeah. season in November to get ready yeah. for December first or whatever right. they're gonna start. For so sure. I don't think a lot of people are like people are like I don't know if I even want to. I really hope that, that that mindset changes because you know when you look at these teams on paper, you go there's some really great matchups here to be had in, oh, this, absolutely. in this playoff series. So I'm really I'm like I'm legitimately looking forward to basketball coming back. Yeah. But at the same time, I'm like, man, everyone's just kind of like, eh, screw it. And I'm like, man, that, that – and the NBA has got to be, like, pissed because they're like, dude, like, we fought – we're trying to – we got this whole compound here we got here, yeah. trying to sequester everybody in, just to get this over with yeah. and done with, and yet 
no one seems to be some of our biggest marquee names are just kind of like yeah that's all right you know i'm i'm astounded that Kawhi is still hurt by the way like like <laughs> you know like let's let's talk about that real quick here to end the show we got a couple minutes here um the fact that a guy like that who is supposed to be the best player in the league i don't care about your opinion whether you think he is or not that's not my point in this conversation the point is that he's out he, they're, they're, you told me they got one back-to-back this entire time until the playoffs start. He's not going to play that, right? You haven't been healthy all year somehow, okay? Uh, you haven't been healthy for years, legitimately, honestly. Even in Toronto, he was hurt. And yet, we want to throw this out where, like, he still somehow is going to have a pass if they don't win this championship. Bull crap. Like, absolute bull crap. You went to L.A., you got paid all that money, they took Paul George, they gave up the entire future of the franchise to have this three-, four-year window to win a championship, and everyone's walking around like, oh, no, we'll be fine. How I don't understand how that is a possible thing because I know that this is coming from a guy who's not a LeBron fan. If LeBron doesn't win a championship this year, he's going to get massacred. This guy is going to get absolutely shredded from Skip Bayless to Shannon Sharp to Chris Broussard, everybody besides... Uh, Pinocchio over there, whatever his name is. Nick Wright? Yeah, he annoys the piss out of me too. But point being, he's the only guy that's like legitimately taking this seriously. And they're probably going to run the table if it, if, this, if this trend continues. And they're just going to be a buzzsaw all the way through. But at the same time, if you're a Kawhi fan, or if you're a Paul George, or say the Warriors were doing the same thing, you're a Steph fan, and you're not taking this seriously. Same thing with Giannis, quite frankly. You're an MVP. You're supposed to be the big man on campus. And and you don't get this done, there needs to be some ample pressure put on some of these other stars outside of 23. Because it's getting to the point now where it's like, this is just clearly a media bias at this point, mm-hmm. and it's getting stupid. We need to start holding people across the board. You want to put yeah. a number, an X guy in that same stratosphere as him, then you need to hold him yeah. to the same level that we're holding 23. I, I, you know what I mean? I've, I've never just, agreed more. I oh, mean, my I've, gosh. I, that's my argument to Holy anybody who Lord. says... Um, Let's say they were like with Durant or any of these yeah. guys. Like I, I, I've never agreed with you more. I always look at it and I go, if you, if because the argument has always been like when LeBron, well, he's the best player, so he should win. Right. So now if you're going to say Kawhi is a better player, or right. you're going to say Giannis, should, then, then he I'm should like, be then, there. then he should be there and win. Right. Exactly. That's that, then that's what it is. Right. If you don't think Le, then like you can't. Here's the thing: is if you if you think LeBron is the fifth best player in the league right now. Yeah. Some for whatever reason right. you just don't think he's there anymore. Mm-hmm. Then if he loses his finals, it can't mean that much right. because he's the fifth best player. Right. He lost to Giannis, who is the second best player. Right. He wasn't even the best player right. on the or court. Or even so. if you want to say you got one A, one B, one C, one D, or they're whatever, all, they're all dominant in their respective yeah. positions. What have you? Fine. But at the end of the day, you cannot say that X player is the best player in the world today, and then if they lose in the Western Conference Finals and go, well, I mean, yeah, but they lost to LeBron and Lakers. I go, well, that, that's that's the yeah. point. That's that's the problem. That's why I'm putting just as much pressure on a Clippers team. I don't care if they haven't played together. I don't care that this is newly assembled. I don't care. The Lakers haven't played together for that long either, if we're being honest about it. LeBron got hurt for half the year last year. They traded away half the team to get Anthony Davis anyway. So this ain't new. I mean, this ain't old. This is a brand new team as well. And now you're going and saying, okay, yeah, if LeBron doesn't win, should he be dinged for it? Probably, yes. Yeah. You got Anthony Davis. That's a good Lakers basketball team. But it should be exactly the same amount of being dinged if you're Kawhi or if you're Giannis to say, you didn't get there either, especially if the Bucks or Clippers don't even get to the finals. Then that's like a massive, like, big X on you because I'm going, you didn't even get there. Not only did you not win it, you didn't even have a chance to win it. And that, for me, is just like, 
a cardinal sin at this point. Like, don't mark down a guy for making and losing if you didn't even get there. So I'm, I'm saying this now for everybody who's already got the excuses loaded up and ready to go, no matter what team you're a fan of, uh, save it. Because I'm going to go on this show and three weeks, four weeks from now, a month now, if the Lakers or the Clippers lose in the second round of playoffs or the Mavs or something crazy, I'm going to come out here and I'm going to skewer this entire franchise because you're supposed to win. You're the number. You were the number one team. Everybody thought, "Oh man, it's you guys in the Lakers." And if you don't even get to the finals, I'm gonna, I'm gonna run you through the mud, so hardcore. So hardcore. So be ready for it. I'm gonna do the same thing to the Lakers if they don't do it. I'm gonna do the same thing to the Bucks if they don't do it. I'm uh, only team that gets a pass me is Boston because I don't think Boston has a shot. But if they make it to the finals, I go, "All right, respect." That's the only team, and I even hate Celtics. It's the only team. All of the, the top three teams in this league right now, the Lakers, Clippers, and Bucks, if they don't win a championship, I'm going to go, you drop the ball. I don't care who they lose to. I'm going to go nuts. Yeah. I'm going to go bananas. Yeah, so just wait until about midway through yep. September because Rob's going to go nuts on somebody. Yeah, yeah exactly. Because, be ready for because it because the Lakers, I'm tired of it. The Lakers and Clippers both can't be in the finals. I, exactly. So, so I'm going to see who sucks so more. So at least one of them <laughs> is getting in. I'm just saying. I'm just so tired of it. For this, once again, from a guy who's not a LeBron fan, we need to start holding these players. If we're going to say when they win that they're the best player in the world, we can't then say, well, they're not the best player in the world because LeBron's the best player in the world because they lost LeBron. You can't do that. It's got to be an equal playing ground all the way across the board. I'm not talking Jordan. I'm talking right now in the NBA today. You can't just let one guy go just because, well, he's not LeBron James. He's not compared to Michael Jordan. That's the dumbest thing ever. So irritating to me. Oh, sorry. Had to get that off my chest because I know you know what's happening. You know what's coming. No, I know. If the Clippers somehow don't make it, I was like, well, they didn't get a full year to play together. You know, maybe next year when they have a full chance and everyone's healthy. They're always everyone's always healthy at the beginning of the season, and then he gets hurt six games in. Yeah, it's just stupid. It's or he takes voluntary breaks every four yeah, games. So. Exactly. I just, and I'm a Kawhi guy. I like, I like Kawhi Leonard as a player. Like, I, I, think I mean, he's funny. you know, yeah, he, his sense of humor is dry as hell. But you know, but at the same time. <laughs> Don't do that. You can't skewer one guy for not winning when you're not. You've already anointed somebody else as the chosen one. Like I'm gonna say that next year about the Nets. The Nets better make a freaking final next year. You got Kyrie and Kevin Durant, greatest best scorer in the league, supposedly with Kevin Durant in there, gigantor feet over there, and yet they ain't gonna do nothing. I guarantee it. But that's gonna be my end of the rant. But yeah, be prepared in September. Mike's gonna go. So the Clippers lost, and he's just gonna hold a mic to my face. <laughs> If the Lakers lose, I might not come ever again. <laughs> the end of the show. I'll be de- I'll be depressed. Episode one hundred at the end. Yeah, <laughs> that's gonna be great. All right, that's gonna be it for this week's show, though. For the missing whale man, he's the Merc Zone. I'm the mouth of Michigan. Be ready for September because I'm gonna lose my mind. <laughs> that's gonna be it for this week's show. We will see you guys as always next time.